0: Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, bro! Yo, i A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from
1: deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Omar, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today.
0: Glad to be here, brother.
1: You've been, uh, I guess, mentioned right before we went on the air, like uh, you've been very busy. You know, you just uh, finished the last season of uh, Queen Sugar. You've been on uh, Powerbook Raising, Canaan. Halloween ends a couple months ago. You got a new show coming out. You've been a very busy person from all the research I did last night.
0: You know what's so crazy, man? I I think over the last two months, I, I said that I'm going to take a little break. So this is the longest I've had off in probably about 13 years, man, and I'm loving it.
1: Awesome. Before we jump more into uh your projects and everything, and you know, I was doing some research, like I said, uh born in Georgia. Yeah. What made you get to the acting world? Man? What hit you with the bug? You know, my mother
0: used to be a theater director. So I used to go to rehearsals with her when I was like two and three years old and just watching, and I was always I like, that's what I want to do when I grow up, you know. Um I wanted to either be an actor or be the president of the United States or be an astronaut. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so uh I think one of them was more tangible than the other one to me. Uh so yeah i just my mother was training me when i was a kid i went to performing our high school went to college got all my degrees and everything and acting in the theater and then film um so yeah mass is what i did um it's, just, it's the family business because now my daughter's in it too so yeah
1: that's awesome what's the best advice that your mom gave you when you jumped into the industry learn your script learn it i tell everybody that man like you know everybody
0: tries to um I hate to see people with scripts in their hands. I'm like, just learn your mm-hmm. script and have fun after that. You can do whatever you want to. If you know your lines, and you can be able to play it however you want to.
1: Mm-hmm. What's the best advice that somebody else has given you in the industry throughout the you know the career you've had so far?
0: Uh, stick to it. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Uh, you know, everybody wants to be famous after their first movie. My first movie was 1999, and that was Road Trip, Right. Um, it's a cult classic. You know, the next year after that I did drumline, cult classics, but it's like, you know, you gotta keep it going. It's I, I've seen I've seen so many people in this business, you know, they might pop one year and might rest on their laurels. And next thing you know, man, they are off. They're they're done. The industry's forgotten about them because they didn't continue to work and continue to roll with uh, keep I and mean, just continue to roll with it. So, you know, just mm-hmm. gotta remember to set yourself up for the marathon.
1: You bet you your daughter's now starting to get into it.
0: Yeah, she is. She graduated from college two years ago. And she uh she's more taking the route of my um, my mother. Um she's more of a director and a writer. But uh yeah, she worked on Queen Sugar, she worked on Cherish the Day, she worked on Naomi. Oh, she worked on a lot of shows with Ava Duvernay, I will just say that. Yeah. <laughs> Ava continues to hire her, but now she's working with Dion Cole on his new show. So yeah, she's 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 been
1: working. You mentioned writing and directing now. Is there like a project that you guys want to work together someday, like behind the scenes or even like she writes it and you're in it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. She already has it. Cause you know what it is? She hung, she used to hang out with me and a lot of my friends, a lot of my guy friends. And she, she thought we were like, she, in her mind, I guess she thought we were like, in, going to strip clubs or whatever or doing whatever. And all we do is just be old man sitting back smoking cigars Drinking bourbon, talking about the 1990s. And she was like, Well, I just want to write a whole story about that. Because what happened is she hung out with me and I'm Anthony Mackey. And then it was Glenn Terman and Richard Roundtree, who of course played Shaft. And it was two generations of just black men. She said, I want to write a story about that. So that was real cool.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. What do you think has been the biggest like influence in your career so far? Is there like somebody that you look up to also, you kind of like, not like model yourself after, but like, you know, like you study their work to make your craft better?
0: Sam Jackson. Uh Sam Jackson. Uh, he is. He's the coolest man in the world. I want to um I told him I said, I want to take that title from you in a couple in a few years, man. Uh, but yeah, that's my guy. Um, uh, you know, he always has a uh just helpful advice anytime I go to him. Wendell Pierce is another person like that. Um, you know, these guys, man, just I just see their 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 whole careers and you know, I've always wanted to be Sam Jackson. When Sam Jackson was doing mm-hmm. small roles, like in coming to America or like in school, right. and I was like, he was the highlight of the movie every time I watched it. And I used to always tell people, that might have been like in the early, in the early '90s or late '80s. I said, he's the best actor in the world. Like, I was like the guy who had three lines. I'm like, yeah, because I couldn't take my eyes off of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so Sam Jackson is definitely there. Wendell Pierce is too, and it's crazy because they're both on Broadway right now. Uh, Sam is doing um, Piano Lesson and I saw the opening night of that and then uh, Wendell is doing Death of a Salesman and I got a chance to see that one too so man they're both killing it you know their careers are just through the roof
1: mm. I mentioned earlier you know, you've, uh, you've done so many well different projects is there one that sticks out the most that's been your favorite that you've worked on
0: um, you know what? The most impactful has had to be uh, Queen Sugar, which, um, you know, this is our series finale uh, coming up very soon. Um, that's the one, man, because it it really gave me a chance to stretch and gave people a chance to see different parts of me. Um, I think Ava has done that a whole lot for me, uh, from When They See Us to Selma, to everything that she um, puts me in. Uh, you know, Cherish Today, anything she puts me in, she gives me these characters that really stretch me and, like make people see me in a different light. It's so funny. Like back when I, before Queen Sugar, the roles that I, I would get offered, not the ones I'd audition for with it, but the ones i get offered with were always like little gangstery or something like that. And the ones I get offered now, are more like family man and, and right. you know, whatever, I'm, especially police officers because I do uh, Halloween movies. But, um, yeah, it's the post, um, a uh, Queen Sugar part of my career that has been the most, um, it's been very gratifying, and and I think it all stems from Queen Sugar.
1: What's been your favorite kind of role? Because you mentioned like that, mm. told, like, like comedy, drama. You know, like, yeah. You know, you know what? Um,
0: it, it, I like them all. I think I do like playing a bad guy a little bit. Um Raising Cannon was so much fun, man. It was so much fun. I get, I got to be this badass, but it was a dude who was like. A lover of art and a fine wine and this that, and the other, but in the back of his mind and his whole makeup, he's really a you know he's he's really a, a tough dude. It's, it was a fun role to play. Um, I'm really excited to see what Chuck Lorre's um, going to do for this new show that I'm yeah. doing I'm on HBO Max with uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. It's called How to Be a Bookie, and um, we play bookies, and it's a really f- I play a bookie, but I don't play like a really tough guy. I mean, I am a tough guy, but I have—I don't. It's, the good thing about me is like my size is what it is, so I don't have to be a tough, tough guy. Um, but you know, I play a bookie, so that'll be fun to see. And when I read the first script, I said, "Oh, this is really funny!" Until it's. Gets a little bit right there, which is really cool because I don't—I haven't seen um, a lot of Chuck. I haven't seen Chuck do that a whole lot. You know, it's always funny. It's always, you know, how I met your mother and, and two and a half men and things like that. But this is a totally different type of thing. They're I'm Nick Bacay. So it's going to be real fun.
1: What are we expecting that series to drop? Because when I was reading that, I was like, "Whatever Chuck touches, something it turns into gold." Pretty much, it's gold, man. It's gold. Yeah. you know what? I don't know. We we'll, don't. We
0: we'll start shooting in in February. Okay. You know, how HBO. Uh, sometimes they'll shoot something and it won't come out for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't really know. But I know Peacemaker came out pretty quickly because I have one of my uh, friends, uh, Diane uh, uh, Danielle Brooks, is on Peacemaker, and I remember when it was shooting it and when it came out, and I was like, "Okay, that was a pretty good quick turnaround on HBO Max." So I don't really know, but um, yeah, man, everything Chuck turn- touches turns to gold. And it's crazy because, um, you know, I thought that everybody knew who I was. He didn't even know who I was when I came in audition. He was just like, you know, I didn't even know. He's like, I'm glad I know who you are now, you know. So that was really cool that I actually got to audition for somebody and they didn't know who I was and I got the role. And that was really cool. I like that mm. a lot.
1: Does Omar have a dream role that he wants to play someday? Is there like one more thing you want to hit in your list of things you've done? There's a lot of them, man. You know, it's a lot.
0: Um, I would like to play the Green Lantern. <laughs> I'd like to play Jon Stewart. Um, I would like to play uh Paul Roberson. I would like to play I would love to play Thelonious Monk. Um, there's a lot of roles that like, you know, I'm I'm still young, man. I got like 30, yeah. 40 years left in this industry, in this business. I got until, you know, forever, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, to keep going. So there's a, uh if there are roles out there, you know. I like to play blue marvel, you know. Um <laughs> There's some cool stuff out there. I'm, I'm about to go hit the gym as soon as I um get off the uh, horn with you, man. Because I'm trying to get my 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 Anthony Mackie on. You know, what I'm you saying up. I want to get my um my my my, my action star on because I've done the drama and I've done the comedy. You know, so you know that's the next thing for me for sure.
1: Mm. We mentioned now Queen Sugar seventh season. How does that make you feel, man? A lot of people love this show. You know, like, they yeah. there's a big fan like fan group out there. Uh What makes this show so special? It's
0: a family show, man. It's just about family. And you don't, you don't really get a chance to see it when, when it's not messy, when it's not like a complex. I and mean, family is a complex as it is, but it's not illegal and it's nothing like that, right? It's not my, you know, I love Sopranos. It's an amazing show, you know, Breaking Bad, tremendous shows. These are family shows, also, especially Sopranos. But, um, you know, this is just a show about regular people who we all are, you know, and um, the things that we go through. Um, you know, throughout the year, throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout life. You know, um, the goods and the bads, the um, the weddings and the funerals, the births, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, it's, it's all of that. And what when, when we're able to encapsulate in seven years is just it's, it's a lifetime. man. That's seven years on a television show. Right. It's almost unheard of nowadays, you know. Um, so I've been I'm just extremely blessed that I've been a part of that. Um, I, you know, I put on Twitter today. I don't even tweet a lot. But I say this ride has been amazing. It's been wild, you know, and um, you know, and I just thank Ava because she said she, you know, she wrote the role for me mm-hmm. before anything. She, I remember I was doing a movie in the Bahamas. She called me and told me to read the script, look at Hollywood. It's, I said, uh, "What do you think about?" it? I said, "I absolutely love that character." You know, when do you want me to audition for? She said, "Oh, no, my, wrote it for you." So you know, wow. that touched me, man. Like this is how you see me, and Hollywood is just like the most genuine, great. You know, family man that he can be, and it's, and it's beautiful because it's like also the way that I have started to live my life. You know, being more in those steps of what Hollywood Disney is. So it's been a blessing just to play that role.
1: What did you love about Hollywood?
0: I man, he's so cool, and the fact that he like um, it is cool and nice as he is, you can't cross his family. You cross his family, is gonna be a price to pay. You know, he's gonna he gonna smack you up. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna, yeah. he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna find you, you know, but um, this is that dedication that he has to his wife and to his whole family. And, and um, he is the protector of that family, you know, and I call him the Yoda of the of the, um, of the the borderline family. You know, um, he's the one who has all of this wisdom that he just drops on you a little bit and just let it go. You know, I told you what I said, I'm not gonna beat you over the head with it. Right. But, you, know, you know, just a little something. So I really do love that character.
1: I can tell you have very strong family values, just the way you talk about everything. Did you find this character like easy for you to play? Because you know of what that value.
0: I tell you honestly. Um, when I first started playing it, I was trying to find it. You know, trying to find the character. I yeah. Don't really know. And then I just looked at my brother, my, my late great brother Oliver Dorsey, passed away a couple of years ago. And I said, you know what? I want to. I want to play my brother in this. Hmm. Implements, you know, implement a little bit of my brother' mannerisms and all of that. So um, that's what I ended up, that's what it ended up being, you know, um, a lot of Oliver Dorsey, the second, you know, uh, a lot of it, because he's a man who I really was like patterning my life to be. I knew I didn't have as much, you know, uh, uh, patience and love. I do have that love, but that patience and that wisdom that my brother had. Um, So, yeah, a lot of that is patterned after my brother. And I'm you know proud to say so, too.
1: Do you ever go back and watch older episodes now? And watching your character, and you like, you see your brother in it. You know what? Um,
0: I think, I think the turn came maybe like in the middle of season one when I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this is what it is. So I do go back and watch a couple of those episodes sometimes. You know, um, just my, my favorite ones. I go back and watch. You know, um, the wedding is one in particular. Yeah. Um, it might have been the uh, series season finale of uh, season three and um season one i think um maybe episode six or something when um my ex-wife comes into the uh into our barbecue and um you know wrecks havoc um yeah, yeah it's all of that and that's when by puts hollywood out of the house for a couple of weeks a couple of episodes but he finds a way to get back in but yeah yeah
1: how would you, how would you describe now hollywood's journey through from season one to now
0: you know what? It's so funny. Uh, so uh, Hollywood was just like a fan favorite. You know, character yeah. in season one, um, a really good guy. You know, he was. The thing about it is, I probably was only in like, I might have been like ten out of thirteen episodes. But you know, Hollywood yeah. kept going back to the rigs or whatever because he was working these offshore, uh, 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 offshore, uh, 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 uh shoremen. You know, uh, off. He's, he's, um, yeah, he was working offshore. So um, you no, know, for the first season, he's in thirteen, and then. You know he was the boyfriend of the matriarch of the family yeah. and then he became a part of the family and then he became almost a patriarch of the family uh by the end but it's in this also the relationship between hollywood and Vi that got strong he was a boyfriend you know whatever and they broke up then they got back together and then uh because when they broke up he's just like yo i'm done and by the end of um the episode, last episode of season one Vi comes back and says i want you back or whatever and um Mm-hmm. And season two, it's them together. And then by season three, he becomes her husband. And that's a totally different thing. So, yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I think the um, trajectory of Hollywood has been, been amazing because he beca- he, then he moves into the neighborhood, and then he becomes a part of the neighborhood. Like, okay. now he's running for um for, for office in town, he, and he owns two businesses. He owns uh Buys Pies, and he owns his own he has a restaurant for his wife, Buys Pies, and he has his own place, The Real Spot. So I think he became integral to that uh, whole community. He became, like, you know, the big homie in the community. Mm-hmm. He had a place called the the, the the Real Spot where all the men can come and talk and, and go through whatever they're going through in life and just lay their burdens down by that riverside so you know that trajectory that character has been tremendous and I really I love that I love watching it over the seven-year stretch
1: so th- there's been seven years do you think there was more story they could tell
0: I don't I don't know I don't know I think nothing is completion especially this finale episode I think it's, it's I, th- I think that's the story I think that's what it is this finale is going to be two hours long it's a movie yeah you know um, so I think uh, two hours, you know, to, to, to wrap everything up. I think that's the story that, that can be told. And it's amazing that we lasted, you know, for seven years. Usually I lose interest in the show after about three or four years, but this one, I just kept, and it's not because I made it. I was like, oh, these storylines keep getting really good. If I wasn't in it, I'd still be watching it. And I, you know, it's today, you know, uh, I don't know when this, this is gonna come out, but you know, today is the final episode. It's airing tonight. Um, and, it's, and I'm looking at my social media, my Instagram, my Twitter, and I'm just seeing so many people were lamenting the fact that this is the last. But, yeah, you know, it, I think a lot of people are going to be, you know, it's going it's to be, be missed by a lot of people. But thank God for Hulu because you're going to watch it every day if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: What's one thing you want to tell the fans since it's ending tonight also?
0: Man, you know what? I just want to say thank you for coming along on this ride with us. I remember the first episode we did. I talked to Ava. The first two episodes i was like hey you think anybody's gonna like this she was like i don't know omar you know it's so heavy but it's i say it's so fun too and we were just talking and talking and i remember when the first time i watched the pilot episode mm. man i broke down crying in tears because it was so good and then when we showed it to the um audience it was at essence fest 2016. And everybody loved it so much. And they just commented on it. And I've never been a part of anything like that, but it's just the ride from that moment. Essence Fest 2016, we had a booth. Nobody knew who we were. We had a booth and we were signing stuff. We were taking pictures with everybody. And then just fast forward six, seven years later and what has become, you know, um, when we walk through Essence Fest now, we need security. It's crazy, right? You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what it, that's what what that's what's happened. And it's just been an, a tremendous ride, man. And I'm glad for all the fans coming along with us. And I love them all too. You know, I've come to um, become friends with, you know, quite a few people. You know, who I've met on Twitter, and then you know, next thing you know that I see them out, and then we exchange numbers. So yes, yeah, a few, it's a lot of people like that. And I'm very just, I'm just so happy and proud and of what we've accomplished. And it's been, it's been a tremendous.
1: That's amazing. Now we mentioned also you have uh how to be a bookie. Yes, you're gonna, start, you're gonna start working on in February. Now, is there anything else that you're allowed to tell us about? Do you coming out or about to work on also? I have another film, um, Water Boys coming.
0: I don't know when the date on that is. It's about um, back in Atlanta, there there are these kids who who uh, if if they're outside, like if they're on the exit or whatever, they're selling waters to everybody, yeah. trying to sell you waters. But it's also, you know, I, and they've been around for a while and it's very intriguing because i ask them, you know, I'll buy some waters from them. I might end up giving them like a hundred dollars and just ask them a question I'm like, yo, what are you doing? What, what's going on? You know, I'm playing, trying to play football. I'm doing this. So I'm going to college or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they give me a good enough story. I'll give them some money, I give them money, you know, it's whatever, a couple of dollars for whatever, even if I don't need no water. But, um, yeah, um, it's a story about one of those kids and I become a mentor. To the guy who's the um who who is the water boy and he um you know begins to like follow my path and like, I, I I play a business owner and he you know I want him to come in and work for me I play a guy who owns a, a graphic design um place and you know just he says he wants to be a, an artist so you know we build a good rapport and that's going to be really cool man I'm really excited about that one.
1: Is this not going to be on streaming, or do you know where it's going to?
0: It'll probably be on streaming. Everything's on streaming now, but right, I, mean, right. I hope it'll get a nice festival run. It's a nice independent film, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, so I hope it'll get some kind of festival run and some kind of limited uh, run in in, in in the movies. But it's you know, like everything right now is streaming. Not, right, not right. but you know, shoot, when they put out a, Hollywood, a, a Halloween uh, a, a kills and Halloween ends on streaming, I was like, well, that's that's the world we're living in now. Right. 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 <laughs> oh yeah.
1: That's awesome. And over and out to end this uh, interview, uh, how can now the listeners and viewers uh, find you on social media and keep up with your projects and everything? Yeah, for sure. You can
0: keep up with me. Um, I'm on Instagram, really heavy. And I'm on Twitter, uh, like I said, off and on. But even Facebook, I'm at uh, Omar J. Dorsey. That's on all the platforms, yeah. All
1: right, Omar, this was great. Thank you for giving me a few minutes today. uh, Enjoy your workout after this interview. And uh, thank thank you for coming on. All right, thank you.